This episode of the Insurance Coffee House is sponsored by Insurance Search. Insurance Search provides executive recruitment services to insurance companies and brokers in the UK and across the United States. Visit insurance-search.com for more details. The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and learn from some of the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Welcome to the Insurance Coffee House Global InsureTech Series. I'm Nick Hoadley, and each week you can join me as I interview leading InsureTech executives from around the world. We will be learning about the different InsureTech technologies and finding out how they can be a benefit to both insurance brokers and carriers when it comes to delivering for your customers. We'll also be learning about the different career opportunities available to insurance leaders within the InsureTech space and what benefits that can give to your career. I hope you enjoy the show. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Damien Philippon, who is the co-founder and COO of Zelros. Zelros are an international insurtech business based in Paris, but they have uh, offices right around the world at the moment. And it's a pleasure to have Damien joining us live today. Welcome to the show, Damien. Hi, Nick. Welcome as well. I'm And thanks for having me today. Damien, it's, a, it's an absolute pleasure. Really great to have you on the show. Been looking forward to hearing more about your business for quite a while now. Before we get on to that, though, would you mind giving the listeners a little insight into your background prior to founding the business and, and sort of the steps that on that journey that led to you finding Zelrus? Sure. Well, I graduated now uh, more than 20 years ago from uh, an engineering school in, in, in France. I did the 10th first year of my career as an employee in an IT company called Atos. Then that, that's when I started to be an entrepreneur. I co-founded a management consulting company. I was a partner at this management consulting company for six years. And then six years ago, you know, I wanted to double down on what was called at that time, big data. And that's where I co-founded with uh, two partners, uh, Zenros. Fantastic. So it was, it was from an engineering perspective at university and then management consulting. Where did the idea or what was the problem that, that you were looking to solve when you, when you started the business? Sure. My two uh, fellow uh, partners uh, were former employees of the Data Innovation Lab uh, at AXA in, in France. AXA at that time, back in 2012, uh, was a pioneer you know, to invest massively into big data and, and AI. And you can assume that uh, 95% that we do at Zelros derive from what uh, we learned uh, within those three years uh, in this Data Innovation Lab. And basically that moving forward, you know, the future leaders in the insurance industry would be players, you know, leveraging technology uh, at scale and, and especially AI. And, and what we realized is that it was kind of easy, you know, to, to develop models, to develop algorithms. But what was not easy, you know, it was to leverage those scores, predictions at scale, you know, and to derive substantial business ROI. Damien, as we are in the insurance coffee house, it's actually the afternoon. Listeners might like to know that you are actually normally based in Montreal. So we we, we set this up for a, a morning start in Montreal, but you're actually in, in, in Paris today. What's your go-to coffee of choice either in the morning or, or, or in the afternoon like we are now? 
Yeah, I, I'm the kind of guy, you know, who can change, you know, from one day to the other, you know. Of course, I am, as I am originally from France and my mother is Italian, I, I love, you know, espressos. But, you know, I lived in India now, as you said, I live in, in Montreal, so... I also enjoy from time to time, you know, American coffee, regular coffee. So, yeah, I adjust. Yeah, so yeah, good, good coffee lover having been brought up in France with an Italian mother. That's uh, that's good grounding there. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. And apology, yeah, apologies for that uh, terrible, terrible joke. Damien, would you would you mind start off by giving our listeners yeah, an overview of Zelros, where the business is at the moment, maybe some of the markets that you're operating in the number of employees that you have did you give us a, an overview of the business at the moment well so as i said we we, we started six years ago in france we raised so far 16 million dollars uh, we completed our series a around one year ago and uh, we are currently you know executing our, our plan you know to prepare for for a series b probably next year uh, we are 60 of us covering five geos uh, france of course uh, germany italy and and recently myself i relocated to montreal to drive our operations and development in in canada and of obviously the us awesome stuff what does your product what is your technology do what impact does it have for the the insurance industry yeah so uh, at zeros we we develop a, a recommendation engine uh, specialized to the insurance industry we realized you know uh, insurance was not uh, very much you know uh, relevant uh, or and proactive you know when they engage with their customer as far as you know advises them on on their protection and on the other side, uh, we also realize that there are uh, new types types of risks, you know, happening, you know, in the world we live in today. You know, uh, if you think about, you know, a pandemic, a natural disasters, cybersecurity, and then we we came up, you know, with with this recommendation engine, uh, a bit like you know the ones already uh, you know used at scales, you know, in other industries like Amazon, Netflix, uh, or, or YouTube. Fantastic, Damien. It, no, it sounds like a fantastic product and a great opportunity for insurers to uh, not only get to know their customers further, but also give the customers that opportunity to be fully covered for areas of their life and their business which they need it for. What would you say are the, the biggest benefits of the technology, both for the insurers and for the end customers? Sure. When you take you know, the, the standpoint of uh, policyholders, thanks to their roles, they can now get, you know, as you said, you know, comprehensive and, and personalized advice on how they are covered. And if you think about it, you know, uh, not one time forever. People uh, don't generally, you know, think about reassessing their risks over time. Question, you know, whether they have adequate coverage uh, until sometimes it's too late. You know, if you think about some of the, the natural disasters that happened in the recent years, usually only half, you know, on the, of the damages, of the losses were properly covered. Mm. So this won't happen, you know, with the loss. And for carriers and brokers, we help them, you know, drive more growth. We also help them, you know, to increase their loyalty because we help them, you know, basically to delight their customer and, and to deliver to them, you know, relevant recommendations while not, of course, compromising, you know, on, on risk selection, which is at the end of the day, you know, the, the, the big game, you know, for, for carriers and brokers. 
So if I'm a customer and I go to AXA or if I go to an insurance company and I select an insurance policy, the data that I input, is that where the recommendations then come from, the data that I input, or maybe some of the big data that's already available about my life or about what I'm doing? And it would then give a recommendation based on that. How does that work? Yeah, a good, good question. Actually, both. Uh, we both leverage all the history of data points that a policyholder may have, you know, with the carrier or the broker. And uh, we bring as well third-party data to the table, like, for example, statistics, uh, statistics of, you know, fluid, statistics of, of uh, accidents, mm. uh, statistics of burglaries, but also, you know, intent purchasing data. And all those data, you know, feed our recommendation engine. For Nick, this is what you should recommend to him that will be relevant to his personal context and needs. Great. And then what markets are you working in? Is this purely PNC market, European, US? What, what markets are you working in at the moment? Uh, so today we are strong in Europe across lines, meaning both PNC and life and also a bit of health. I would say that we are 60% PNC, 30% life and 10% health. In Europe, we uh, recommend to uh, 250 million policyholders across channels, meaning that uh, our recommendations can uh, be embedded, you know, uh, in the agent workspace. So to drive the agent uh, and to coach the agent or directly to the policyholder within, uh, you know, their customer portal or, or mobile app. Mm-hmm. And uh, US and Canada, we are just starting our journey. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able, you know, to report some uh, contracts in that geography in the coming weeks. Fantastic. Yeah, hopefully you can replicate that. I mean, those numbers, 250 million, you know, policy holders that you've been recommending to, I mean, obviously that's a huge part of the, the European market. So that's an incredible achievement in the six years that you've been operating. So it's, I'm sure that'd be a, a huge benefit in, in the US as well as you, as you do more and more work out there. During the last six years, what, what would you say has been the biggest challenge? I've been mean, going from obviously, you know, complete startup to rec- making recommendations to to that volume, that number of people, you know, there must have been some challenging times along the way in order to get that success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot of them, as you can imagine, um, I would say the, the biggest one probably is, uh, you know, getting international, you know, uh, especially, you know, from a French-based company, you know, we, we are not very good, you know, for example, at speaking good English. <laughs> uh, and, and English, of course, is a business business language uh, internationally, but, but more than language, you know, um, internally, you know, uh, we've just experienced to be, you know, uh, spreaded uh, across nine hours time difference and for a startup of uh, 60 to 70 people you know it's it's not that easy you know to uh, to accommodate and 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 you know to go fast uh, with with this huge time zone difference and externally uh, uh, as well we operate in very different markets if you think about the way you know policies are distributed in some countries you have captive networks in other countries independent agents 
uh, in some countries, general insurance companies, in other countries, more, you know, PNC or life specialists. We were discovering more embedded insurance in North America. So yeah, getting international is probably the, the biggest challenge that, that, that we have uh, as a startup. Yeah, no, no, that's a great, great point. Thank you for sharing us. By the way, your your English is is great, and I've spoken to many members of your team, and, and and it's the same for them. I do understand that challenge. The European market and the North American market's very different. It's not just a case of it working well for for those European partners, and they can then roll it out across across the US. Very different marketplace, very different businesses involved. So you know, I see that almost as you you know you're building from the ground up again. But obviously, you've got the fantastic experience and the the test cases behind you. I'm sure that's going to be very successful as well. Damien, it brings us nicely onto the espresso round now. Questions are short, sharp, and to the point. So yeah, we are in France, not in North America today. So so are you ready for the espresso round? Yeah, sure. Great stuff. The espresso round. How many people are you looking to grow the business by over the next 12 months? Well, our team currently uh, is rather, let's say, properly staffed for the coming 12 months. Uh, we were just looking to add a couple, you know, people on our marketing and, and product teams. After our Series B, we plan to then set up a, a full operations center in North America. And at that time, we'll be more looking you know, to 30 to 50 people. Fantastic. So, so almost double in size, but with the majority of that being in the US, that's so really, really interesting. What What are the cultures and the values that you're building there? And do you think that's transferable from the, the French market, the French way of doing things over across to that US market? Well, hopefully, yes. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure that uh, it will be another type of challenge. We, we have three values at Zeros, ambition, humbleness, and, and trust. Uh, not the kind of values, you know, that uh, you put on, on paper one day, you know, when you start the company. Actually, we, we define them, you know, uh, after three years, you know, of working together. So we, we've trying to make sure that whenever, you know, we recruit someone, this person, uh, you know, fits with, with those values. Or I would say that we, we are rather successful. Trust being uh, obviously the, the most important one, you know, I... We, we live in a more, you know, virtual and I would say uh, artificial intelligence uh, driven world. So I believe, you know, that and we are surrounded, you know, with fake news and all this type of stuff. So for us, trust is very important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hugely important, particularly as you look to grow internationally and, and, and with remote working as well. How do you find, you know, as you're looking to scale quickly, looking to bring lots of people on board at a similar time, how do you go about making sure that people do share those values and people do, you know, you are building that culture that you want to build there? Probably uh, one of the toughest questions uh, you, you raised today because um, yeah. I, I think nothing replaces you know, the, the bonds that you, you make, you know, outside of daily work, you know, and, mm. uh, and with remote working, it's, it's very challenging, you know, to to maintain, to spread uh, world culture, you know. And, uh, and at Zelros, basically, we, we've, uh, you know, kept our uh, physical gatherings. So we have uh, monthly gatherings, not all the teams, but the, 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 uh, at least today, you know, the teams in Europe. And we have uh, an annual off-site gathering all the teams from all around the world. And in between, of course, there are, you know, some, uh, some travels uh, with work purpose, but... 
each time you know we we are applying you know the work hard play hard you know uh, statement so this is how i believe you know you you bring you know join and and fun at the workplace yeah fantastic fantastic with remote working clearly it brings a lot of opportunity to bring people into the business from different locations, whether that's in France, whether that's across Europe and moving into the, the States as well. Do you see that as a, as a, as a great opportunity? What, what are your plans going forward? Are you looking to build hubs over there in, in the US or very much operate a roommate model over there? A good, good question. Uh, actually, today we we are, let's say, first looking at the skill set and not the location. So, for example, we recruited our chief growth officer. She's based in Seattle. We've recruited our strategic alliance director. She's based in Boston. I'm based in Montreal. So, as we speak, I would say uh, location is is not very important. Uh, Skill sets, culture uh, matters much more. Uh, moving forward, we probably want to have like a hub in Montreal, like we have a hub in Paris. Why is that? Because uh, Montreal is a, has a very um, very good AI scene, but but probably we'll have you know hub in Montreal and more resources across US. You get to balance both sides of things: that face to face, that time, that opportunity to come into the hub. But also that, exactly. that remote working, which allows you to reach more talent and, like you say, higher on the skill set, not just where they're based. Correct. Fantastic. In terms of insurance careers, so you know your your technology provides huge benefits for insurance carriers. What what value can an insurance career, an insurance professional, an insurance executive, what value can they bring to to your organisation? I see two areas, one, one being on, on the products, um, because um, we keep innovating, obviously. Uh, we, we are a young, uh, young startup, uh, so we, we keep innovating. We, we have quarterly uh, you know, releases. And as we speak, we are, let's say, enhancing our risk selection and underwriting capabilities. Um, and, and probably, you know, we, we, we don't have all the... Uh, actuaries skill sets that uh, an insurance professional may have so that that is a, an area the, the product keep innovating on the product a second area is um, as we we will be uh, opening uh, new markets and, and and as i said we are in the us and canada uh, right now having you know professionals knowing in and out you know of of markets that we want to open more you know on the marketing and sales side is also something that uh, we would be looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Obviously, integral part of your growth. Do you find when you're working with these sales leaders or people who, who are going to help partner with those carriers with the insurance world, first of all, they've got to understand that technology and understand the benefits of it. And it's almost an education about the the tools that you're offering almost before you even talk about the role itself. Is there an education right. on, on that part of it? Yeah, you 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 have to find you know people with two brains, like uh, people loving insurance, loving the the, the matter, and people as well uh, loving technology. Yeah, so it's a delicate balance between someone who really enjoys the insurance side of things, they really enjoy the insurance market, and also that that technology as well. Good to have a balance of both those areas. Correct, yeah. uh, and and 
that's not easy, you know, to, to find in the market. Some people, you know, have very good insurance background, uh, but on the technology, you know, uh, sometimes are very far, you know, from what we need because uh, recommendation engine, AI, data, you know, it's, it's quite technical. And on the other side, you have very strong technical background out there in the market, but uh, they are so far, you know, from from understanding, you know, the, the core insurance where, where we play uh, at the yeah absolutely absolutely yeah that's the it's the key thing that's the key thing damien last question in the espresso round if there are founders out there at the moment who are seeking to grow their insure tech business quickly over the next 12 months what what sort of infrastructure or what sort of processes are, are really key to to get that scale like you've achieved yeah first of all i would say uh their mindset should be, you know, roller coaster proof. Uh, that's the, 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 the key uh, because you, you're never, you know, uh, prepared enough, you know, uh, to fail all the up, ups and downs, you know, uh, happening every day. Um, but if I speak in uh, our own experience at, at Zerance, I would mention two things, you know, first of all, strategic advisors. Uh, with, you know, extensive, uh, you know, business uh, background. Uh, we have one, you know, in Europe and, and one in the US. You can't imagine, you know, uh, how, uh, you know, how time they, they, they saved for us, you know. Uh, they helped us big times, you know, to accelerate our growth and to make the right decisions. Uh, second, and as I said, you know, uh, the three founders, we have engineering background. I would mention marketing automation. We, we, we were used, you know, to speak more about our products, our features and, and, and very less, you know, about the problems we solved. Uh, so, you know, educating the market was, was something where we were lagging behind. So great positioning, great messaging is, is of, is of utmost importance, you know. So I would mention those two, you know, uh, let's say, uh, bricks. Uh, to thrive and to scale fast yeah absolutely and I, I think that education is so important not only to educate your your clients or see your potential clients that you're working with of the opportunity of those benefits of the solution that it's providing but also educating you know the insurance world talent world about what you're doing there as a business what the technology is doing and how they could add more value and have a have a great career with all those sort of blue chip companies and opportunities where you know people have a very good idea of what type of career they can have at, at some of these large organizations when you're competing with those it's it's about educating and 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 showing people what what those opportunities are and you know how it can really be, be a benefit for them to help you grow as well as a as a business damien thank you for that we're almost at the end of our time today. The time has certainly flown. We haven't had too many interruptions from the from the building work next door. Before we go there, David, do you have one piece of closing advice for our listeners? And, and how would anyone go about reaching out to you uh, after the show? Well, basically, my, my email ID is Damien uh, at zeros.com. Uh, you can also reach me out on LinkedIn, of course. No, I would say, uh, first of all, I'm a big fan of your podcast. So I encourage everyone, you know, to listen to them. I think that you are doing a tremendous job, you know, on making insurance, you know, um, more fun, more attractive. And, you know, myself, you know, seven years ago, I, I, I did not know anything about insurance before. I, more, I was more in the oil and gas industry. I think we should love more insurance. 
because it's a great industry. It is a way basically to protect our lives, you know, uh, as individuals, as businesses as well. And, uh, you know, in, in this world, you know, uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, a bit chaotic. You know, I think insurance has a big role to play in the coming years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for those kind words. It's, it's but it's that point that you make there about making insurance more accessible and educating people of the opportunities within the sector because it is a great sector and there's, there's a lot of great opportunity there so so thank you Damien. Damien we've reached the end of our time today thank you so much for joining us on the show it's been a pleasure to hear about your career but most importantly around the great work you're doing there at Selros you know I think there's some, some great opportunities out there for, for our listeners. Thank you Nick and have a nice day bye-bye. Thank you. Have a nice day as well. Enjoy your afternoon there in Paris. To all our listeners out there, whether you're an InsurTech listener, um, insurance leader, wherever you're listening around the world today, we thank you for joining us on the show and we're sure you would have gained a lot of valuable insights from what Damien's had to say today. If you did enjoy the show, please remember to download and subscribe to the pod to receive each one of our episodes directly into your app each week. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, I'd like to learn more about the competitive advantage that podcasts can give to your business when attracting talent. Please reach out to us at insurance-search.com or drop us a message on LinkedIn. Until next time, I've been Nick Codley. This has been the Insurance Coffee House Global InsureTech Series. Take care. You've been listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.